Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, bringing you another study from God's Word. Getting on to the general theme, Satan, the God of this world. But more specifically, we're looking at Satan's devices. Yes, Satan has uh, many, many tricks. We've been looking at those things. And we want to consider another one of his devices this morning to draw folks down to sin. But let me give you our mailing address. It's Radio Mission. Post Office Box. 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Now let's look at another of Satan's devices to draw men away uh, to sin. And it is by, that's by the painting of sin with virtuous colors. And that's what, for instance, Satan presents pride to the soul under the name and notion of neatness, covetousness as good economy and thrift, thereby leading the individual to the love of money, he says, well, if you just be thrifty and uh, all of this and put back put back most of your money as a rainy day and all that, it, 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 it discourages a man to be honest with God about his money. The Bible says, will a man rob God? Yeah, you have robbed me in tithe and in offering. That's right. That's right. Thus, the man turns away from God and from the gospel of Christ. How many do we have who, who uh, contribute nothing to the gospel, my friend, and yet they think they're going to heaven when they die? You can't go to heaven being covetous. You'd want to take a wheelbar and a pickaxe and pick up the, pick up the uh, streets of heaven there and roll them off in a wheelbar, heading down to, to somewhere where you thought you could exchange it for some dollar bills. But listen, listen, I know I'm being a little sarcastic this morning, but man, man by nature is a a covetous being thus he turns away from god forgets all about the other world the coming judgment and eternity and hell then when the preacher calls his attention to the reality that he's so steeped in sin and blinded by satan that he's not interested or else he'll hold the pastor in contempt and say away with him i don't want to hear that oddball that crackpot i want to hear that what smooth preaching that's what we have today in our land. Smooth preaching. I get so sick of it, I could vomit. That's right, my friend. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now listen to me, folks. We are, de- we are degenerated into a, into, into a terrible place. The Bible says we're living in ter- perilous times. It said we'll have perilous times. I believe we're there now. I want to give you a, a sad thing that I read in the paper. Quoted in the paper, Dr. Graham has, a, has an article in, a, in the, some of our weekly papers, and uh, this lady wrote in, it's a question and answer service, and she asked him, said my mother was taken away in death, and she was a great lady and this, this kind of woman, and she gave to the poor and worked herself to the bone, and all of these things went on and on, said, I want to know why God took her. And Dr. Graham said in his article, he said, well, Perhaps the Lord made a mistake. Said sometimes the Lord makes mistakes. Now, my friend, did you hear that? Sometimes the Lord makes mistakes. There's no mistake with the Lord. I I challenge anyone to show me a mistake the Lord ever made. He has not. But see where we've drifted to? When the preacher calls a man's attention uh, to the reality that he's steeped in sin, he'll holler away with him. I don't want to hear that oddball. Listen, listen, but but uh, he's all but deceived the vast majority of our preachers. Our young preachers coming out of the theological uh, hotbeds of hell. That's right, all, as well as the religious teachers, until they have toned down the message. That's what folks would, some folks would love for me to do here, the old trailblazer. They say, well, you're just a dogmatic. Well, listen, the Bible, I want to give you a dogmatic statement. The Bible says, 
The soul that sinneth, it shall die. That's dogmatic. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's dogmatic. The Bible says, <clears throat> listen, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. That's dogmatic. I can't be near as dogmatic as God's word is. No, I can't. No longer is there a call to repentance from our pulpit. Do you hear anybody? Do you hear any pastor calling on you to preach, to, uh, to repent? I listen to preachers at night. I listen to them over some of our great radio stations that carry them in the early hours of the late hours of the night. And I don't hear one preacher. If you if you know one, write me and give me his name and address and the call letters to where I can pick him up on the radio. But I don't hear one calling men to repentance. No, I don't. No longer. No longer. Is the word of God preached under the power of the Holy Spirit? No, it's all of the flesh. It's just the energy of the flesh. That's right. No, there's that soothing, nature-loving messages when preachers say, Oh, brethren, let's all unite under one banner and work together for the good of man. Let's all be kind to the dumb animals. That's right. This leaves a poor old sinner unawakened as a captive of Satan on the road to hell and doesn't know it. Now that's a picture. That's the picture that's that that Satan paints. That's right. It's more dangerous, my friend, than anything I know of to the souls of men. We're living in an age when sin is looked upon as a virtue. We see all of these harlots in Hollywood. We see these homosexuals. They're being portrayed as saints of God. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. I conducted a funeral not long ago for a man, and I don't go out there and, and heap laurels on the dead. I don't care who he is. And uh, and, and I, I mentioned to the to the audience there that I heard uh, over the radio where one of these celebrities died and was buried, and this, they hire some great singer or they volunteer their time, and they sing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but that man didn't know anything about being lost, didn't know anything about we did that's abomination that's spitting in the face of god my friend to stand over some whoremonger who never repented have you ever repented have you ever repented my friend listen 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 when you lie on your dying bed and stand before a judgment seat sin will be unmasked and its robes of fair colors will be taken off everything now on the tv the magazines they put uh the beer advertisement now with the beautiful brooks flowing over the rocks, <clears throat> and they call it, oh, my friend, the refreshing stream. And they used to have an ad on the cigarette, the pause that refreshes, showing a man, young man, young woman, standing by some cool stream. But listen, listen, what about lung cancer? They don't ever show it, do they? No, no, sir. That's exactly right. I heard this fellow say that he told his congregation that, uh, you know how we see the, the advertisements on the billboard? They call them Marlboro Country with all this beautiful mountain to scene and the pretty horses and the cowboys. And this, this preacher said, if you'd go over here in the ward, the charity hospital, and I've been there, and you walk down the, the, uh, the rooms there where you can see those patients in there. Now, that's Marlboro Country, my friend. That's Marlboro country with this aged man racked in pain, racked in cancer, and pulling on, uh, giving you the motion to bring him a cigarette there, and he's dying. Now, that's Marlboro country, my friend. Listen, I know I get on folks' toes, but that's the truth. That's exactly right. But sin one day will appear as it is. That's right. 
Sin will appear as it is. Oh, the shame, the pain, the gall, the bitterness, the horror that hell. That's right. The hell that in the sight of sin with this dress taken off will raise in your poor soul. You may laugh at it now like this man told me. I, he was dying and I asked him about his soul. Where are you going to spend eternity? Oh, I'm going to go to hell where my friends are. You can laugh. You can laugh at me. You can make fun of the old trailblazer. But the day is coming when you won't laugh. You go on rejecting the Lord. Put your will against the Lord. Laugh at his word. Make fun of his preacher. But the day will come. It's near at hand now when the devil will pull off the paint and the garnish that he's clothed sin with. And you'll see sin as the monster who holds your soul captive. Then your knees will knock together. That's right. And your heart will be terrified. And you will be like old Judas Iscariot. You'll go out and hang yourself and dash your soul into hell unless the Lord has mercy upon you my friend is that does that mean anything to you this morning have you ever been have you ever thought about your soul you may be there on your way to work this morning riding down the highway in your car have you ever have you ever thought about your soul have you ever said lord uh, where will i spend eternity someone asked the lord one day said are there few that be saved are there few that be saved? And that is true, my friend. There's few. There's many called, but few chosen. The, ro the road to hell is the broad gate. The road to heaven is the narrow gate. Straight is the way, and narrow is the gate, which leadeth unto eternal life. And few, few, F-E-W, few be there that find it. Are you one of those few? I praise the Lord that the old trailblazer, one of those few this morning, that I can look up and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for dying for the old trailblazer. I wish you would think about your soul this morning, mother and dad. Are you, uh, are you pressing on to know the Lord, or are you just taken up with sin? Do you spend your time uh, lavishing in sin, heaping sin upon your body just to pleasure? You may be living outside there somewhere where there's much uh, sin and frivolity that you can be taken up with, or you can be just as sinful as hell right there in your home. You can act like a demon, and, and the, the old trailblazer, Trailblazer used to say that man by nature is a half beast and half devil. Until the Lord saves us, that's what we are. Oh, we may keep it subdued and suppressed, but you let you let me cross your old grain with the word of God. Let me call your attention to the fact that you're a sinner. Folks have told me, don't call me a sinner. I live as good as anybody. Well, I'm sure you do. I had a lady tell me, I asked her one day, was she saved? She said, oh, yes, I've been saved for 40 years. I walked the aisle 40 years ago. Well, what about? Did that save you? Was you saved? Walking the aisle does you no good, my friend. That's not salvation. That's deception. That's Satan's trick that he's pulled on our people over this country and over this world. Oh, yes, I understand that it's uh, smooth talking. Those things make you a, a member of some church and a member of some society where you can hobnob with the intellectuals and hobnob with the social club and, and have your little margaritas and your little cocktails and uh, nobody know anything about it. But listen, friend, the Bible said any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Are you a new creature this morning? Oh, I know that God's child is not popular with the world. I know that to be saved is not popular. I know that you're talking about minorities now, my friend. We're the minority. Oh, the, God's children are the minority. I realize that the masses won't have the salvation. They won't have Christ to rule over them. They won't have their wills broken. They won't do. No, that's right. They want to have sin. But listen, I have the remedy for you. 
I have good news for you. Did you know what the gospel is? It's good news to a guilty sinner. You may be bowed down there this morning in your home. Like a man called me this morning. He said, Pastor, when you went off the old trailblazer, he said, I was just bowed down on my face crying, Lord, don't, don't leave me. Lord, save me. Lord, save me, else I perish. He, he said, Pastor, I wish you could have gone on for another 30 minutes, but the time ran out. But listen, is your time running out, my friend? Oh, I sit here in front of a clock counting down to zero day after day making these messages. But you know your clock's counting down to zero. I don't know when it'll be. You don't know when it'll be. But one day your time will be up. We used to have a man who preached here for us, and he said, I just don't know how long the Lord's going to put up with this generation. And I thought that was a good statement. I use it a lot. I don't know how long the Lord's going to put up with you, my friend. He's long-suffering. And long, long-suffering. But his patience is running thin, I believe, with many of you. Would you, would you turn to the Lord today? Would you just simply ask the Lord to open your heart? Lord, give me the effectual call. Lord, the, the Lord, don't let me rebel against the old trailblazer and that message. Take it home to my heart. Show me that I'm just a sinner and that I need to know the Lord. Yes, that's right. This is the old, sin, the old trailblazer. Yes, the old sinner. Old sinner trailblazer saved by grace this morning. Would you uh, write us and let us hear from you? Our mailing address is uh, the old trailblazer broadcast, Radio Mission. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. This is Pastor Alva Pendorva saying we'll be back next time with another study from God's Word. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 